new music from around the world. Greetings and welcome to Grafted and Messiah. I'm your host, Gil Burgos, and tonight is November 3rd, 2022. We have a great show for you tonight, so stick around. Share the broadcast if you can on your social media platforms. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Normally, I don't let the music play that long, but I decided to let this go a little longer because it's such a great song. That's uh, an old school messianic uh, group or artist called Abner and Rachel Bosky. Uh, and it's from the album For the Harvest. And that song is called Excellent Child. If you're listening 
uh, have you haven't been listening, we have a new radio show on Live 365 that I, you know, strongly suggest you go to so you can uh, be blessed by the messianic praise and worship that we are airing on that show. It's Crafted and Messiah. Just go to uh, Live 365. You could download the application. It's free. And you can listen for free. It's great, great music from today, yesterday, and from uh, future, you know, artists that are coming out, present artists, artists from the past, and I'm pretty sure you will enjoy the music. It airs 24-7. The stream is on. I go live weeknights uh, at 6 p.m., and then I do the podcast usually uh, on Wednesdays as well, like tonight at about 6 o'clock. But, you know, you can hear the podcast whenever you want to. But I'm just saying the live streams, like, for example, earlier this morning, I was playing some great songs from Paul Wilbur on the broadcast from Live 365. And it's a, a like an anniversary, al- anniversary album that he's just put out. And it's on Apple Music as well. And if you haven't checked it out or you're on Spotify, uh, I had it on Facebook. If you're not on my Facebook, you can look me up, uh, Gil Burgos. And you'll see on my page, you'll see what I was playing. And it's an awesome, awesome amount of tracks from Paul Wilbur. It's called Holy Fire. Uh, it's by Hosanna Music. And it's basically a lot of his songs. It runs about almost, I would say, maybe 40 minutes, if I'm not mistaken, the way I was running it. And, um, hey, listen, it brought back a lot of good memories. Even my wife was I was dancing to some of the music. She's like, oh, my God, I remember that song. And I remember when the, uh, the pastor was dancing to that one. I said, yeah, we were all rocking to that one. I remember that one. Amen. Oh, well, praise the Lord and welcome again to the podcast. If you're just joining us for the first time, my name is Gil Burgos and you're listening to, again, Grafted and Messiah. Tonight, we're actually going to be speaking about an interesting topic uh, called What is the Occult? And the reason why I am talking about this this evening is because uh, Halloween was just a few days ago and it ended. And um, I mean, listen, we've heard... Time and time again, we hear this every year. Why Christians should not celebrate this, and Christians do do it. They still celebrate Halloween innocently. You know, they still dress up their children. They still take their children door to door. And if you ask me, that's really you're really celebrating the holiday. Once you put your kids in a costume and tell them, you know, let's go trick or treating. It's innocent. Don't worry about it. You know, we don't we don't worship the devil. We don't we don't do anything like that. We're not Satanists and blah blah blah. But listen, you. Acting out, you're participating in the activity of Halloween when you do that. So you're just as guilty. But I'm not here to get into that. Most most of the things I'm going to talk to you about is the occult. And, you know, it's interesting that I was just thinking about this today, how in sports you have a team called the New Jersey Devils. And I thought of that for a second. I said, who would name a professional hockey team, Devils. Do they know how how crazy that is? How severe that is when they're talking about stuff like that? They didn't know who the devil is and the devils are, and they just make sport of it. Let's just make... I mean, who was the person that said that one day? Let's call our team the Devils. I'm like, come on. That's the type of uh, society we're living in today, that they would just call their team that, the Devils? And then, interesting enough, this morning uh i happened to see something else on facebook that someone had posted and i 
uh, they reposted it because I'm friends with somebody and they reposted another post. And it was basically a video of an unbaptism of Satanists. It was called the Temple of Satan. You can see that also on my Facebook page. If you're friends with me, I don't know if I have it public. I'll have to check it again. If not, I'll make it public. If you're not friends with me or just follow me, you'll see it. And I don't want to tell you all about it. So you, I want, to, uh, want you to watch the video. But basically, it's a, a group of people, and you're going to see who's going there, a group of people going up to uh, be, unbapt up, but not be unbaptized. And it's not like they're going in water. They're not doing that. But they're in a ceremony that there somebody, uh, these two people behind a booth are just putting something on their foreheads, like an upside-down cross. And then after they, I guess, anoint them with whatever, oil or ashes, because it's weird because it wasn't oil. It seems to be like, I don't know, like like ashes. You know, like the Catholics, they do Ash Wednesday. Well, this was like, again, like mimicking the church, Catholic church, and putting ashes on people's foreheads, and that's what they did. They did an upside-down cross. And after that, they said, Hail Satan. And then the people would just say that. And I'm like, seriously? Do you know what you are saying? Do you know who you are giving uh, praise to? The devil? I mean, are, are you a Satanist? Are you people thinking this is a joke because Halloween was just here and you're just doing it like everybody else is doing? Do you want to be affiliated with Satan? Do you want to do you know that Satan is out to destroy you, not to give you anything, but to take from you and kill you? Like the Bible says, the thief, which is Satan, comes to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. Those are his objectives. That is what he and his cohorts do to people who follow him. He's not loyal. He's not going to give you even anything. You think he's going to give you power? Because that's what people do. They say, well, I have power. Uh, power. I have all these mystical things I can do. I can do this. I can do that. Maybe I can read people's mind, which the devil can't. Maybe I can do this. Maybe I can do that. And that's what people are seeking. They're seeking power and attention. Why would you want it from the devil? The devil's going to use something to destroy you. Never to give you something for you. Because in the long run, he's going to give you enough rope to hang yourself. And that's his, 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 uh, his sole desire, is to destroy you and mess up your life. In the beginning, he, he makes it look appealing. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And then at the back, he has a, a knife behind his back ready to stab you with it because just that's who he is, you know? So check out the video. It's, it's, ama it's alarming. I'm like, wow, I can't believe that people are really doing this and they don't even know the severity of what this means and what it represents and what they are doing. It's sad. We need to pray for these people. I'm not putting them so much down as well as I need to pray for them. And we need to pray for them because they are totally lost. They're in darkness. Unbelievable what we see that's going around in this country today. Anyway, let's talk about the occult. What is the occult? What is the occult? Okay, I got this from GodQuestions.org, and I'm just going to read verbatim of what it says here, and then I'm going to elaborate and give you my comments and perspectives on the topic, as I always do. The article begins by saying, The dictionary defines occult as hidden, secret, and mysterious, particularly pertaining to the supernatural. Examples of the occult practice are astrology, witchcraft, Wicca, the black arts, fortune telling, magic, both black and white, Ouija boards, tarot cards, spiritualism, 
parapsychology and Satanism. Now, let me pause there for a moment. If you are participating in anything I just mentioned, then you are participating in the occult. There's no such thing as a good witch, a, a bad witch. They're all bad. They're all bad. There's no such thing as a white witch. I remember watching The Wizard of Oz. Remember The Wizard of Oz with Dorothy? It's great, great. Everyone seen it as a child, especially those who grew up the time I did, baby boomers. And even today, it's still a classic, The Wizard of Oz. But interesting in that, there was Gwenda. Glenda, Gwenda, Glenda, I think she was called the Good Witch. <laughs> the Good Witch. And she was supposed to be good because... She wasn't the bad one that was uh, was all green with the green face and the black black hat that with the pointy nose and her, her nose looked like somebody like a brush hit it <laughs> or a train hit her hit her face. She was ugly. I remember that one. She was scary just to look at her face. But you remember there was two types of witches and they probably portray that there's such thing as a good witch and that is not true. You can never have a good witch because it all represents the same thing. It comes from the same place. Evil. It presents itself as being good, but in the back end of it, it's evil. People want to say, yeah, you don't understand. It's not like you think it is, but I believe me, I know what it really is. So if you're participating even in astrology, you know, people don't know. They, they get into that too. Well, what's your sign? Well, I remember back in the days when I was growing up, people were big on that. What's your sign? I'm a Libra. I'm a Cobra. I'm, I'm a Cobra. I'm a Scorpio. And I'm this, I'm that. And I'm Aquarius. And, you know, they said, okay, then we means we're, we're made for each other. We can get along. Or we're not good for because you're a Taurus and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Pisces. And that's why we don't get along. And then they follow the stars and, and blah, blah, blah. And that's a part of uh, the occult. Wicca, which is a religion, also part of the occult. Uh, Ouija boards, you know that is that is really really weird when they, so people start elevating and they take that thing and they put it in the middle of the board and it starts moving by itself. You are definitely playing with those that one. If you think that's just by chance that that thing is moving by itself, you are sadly mistaken. And some people get a kick of that, kick out of that until they really comes by and gets them, and they can't sleep. They're having nightmares. It's not something not to be playing with. And tarot cards, those people that want to tell you the future when they don't really know what is your future. And they don't can't read your mind. And the tarot cards, that's all a lie. These people are, are big. They're making money. And they're just telling people what they want to hear, if you want to really know. Anyway, let's move on. It says human beings have always been interested in the occult. From ancient times until today, occult practices and psychic phenomena have captivated millions of people worldwide. And this is not limited to the ignorant and uneducated. There are several factors that make the occult fascinating to everyone, even in our age of technology or techno technological and scientific advances. It says for one thing, Occult practices appeal to our natural curiosity. Many people who get involved in the occult begin with harmless practices such as playing with a Ouija board out of simple curiosity. Many who have experimented this way have found themselves going deeper and deeper into the occult. Unfortunately, this type of involvement is akin to quicksand, easy to get into and difficult to get out. Another fascination of the occult is that it appears to be offer quick and easy answers to life's questions. 
The astrologer gladly charts your future. The Ouija board and tarot cards give you direction, supposedly. Not true. And the psychic gets you in touch with your Aunt Esther, who tells you all is fine in the afterlife. Occult practices are controlled by demons who offer just enough information to keep their victims intrigued while exerting more and more control over gullible hearts and minds. Let me stop there for a moment. Now, if you look at that part where I just read that says, and the psychic gets you in touch with your Aunt Esther, who tells you all is fine in the afterlife. Listen, you are not talking to Aunt Esther. You are talking to a devil. You are talking to a demon. You are talking to a spirit that is not your aunt. Hello? You think you are talking to her, but there's no more correspondence to people once they go to the other side. It's over. You you cannot communicate with the dead. I remember a story in the Bible when Saul tried to do that and it backfired. God allowed him to see who did he see? He saw Samuel, if I recall. God allowed him to see Samuel. But Samuel was in, in hell. Samuel was in another place called paradise, probably, whatever they call it in the Old Testament or something else. However, when if you read the story again, you'll see that King Saul tries to do it with a witch of Endor. And this time... She was trying to do something, make money off of him and just try. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll get that spirit back up. And then, you know, they know the game. They know they're going to get your money. They know they're going to get stuff from you. They're not going to They're not gonna get anything there. They're not going to get any spirit. They're not going to speak to no one. But you think you are speaking to that person. But for some reason, it backfired. And God allowed her to see the real deal, the real person. He didn't allow the demon to manifest. He allowed her to speak to Abraham. So she was shot. So that case was totally different. For some reason, God allowed it to be that way. But for some reason, it wasn't Abraham, sorry, Samuel. When Saul conjured that spirit up with the witch of Endor, Samuel appeared. And God allowed it to be that way. However, when people do that today, they're not conjuring up the person who they say they're doing it because they're working in the works of evil, the works of darkness. And basically they are conjuring up, as I mentioned before, a spirit, the spirit of darkness and evil. And that's not who you say they think they are talking to. It's not. It's just mimicking everything that God does. Watch this in the Bible. The devil wants to mimic and copycat. So what you saw, what happened in the Old Testament, when God allowed them to see Samuel come up the devil does it too but it's not really the person it's a devil it's a demon so he uses that some type of thing see that's what the bible talks about and yes and that's what the, the devil says yeah look see it it happened you see how we he, uh how the witch of Endor was able to speak to Samuel when Saul wanted me to when she was shocked she was like whoa this can't be happening because normally this doesn't happen I, I don't really speak to the person I usually speak to whatever she already knew the game she already knew that that can't be that wasn't existing but God let it happen so she was shocked but again 
when the devil sees something that God makes it for good, he takes it and he twists it like everything he does in life for his benefit to trick you, to deceive you, and to destroy you. So don't think that you're going to conjure up or speak to a dead person. It doesn't exist. It's not real. It is a trick. The devil is tricking you if you think if you're talking to your uncle or aunt or grandmother that passed away. They are no longer in commune with you. Once you have passed to the other side, that is it. You're done. You can't come back. Impossible. It does. The Bible does not teach that. You can't use that scripture to justify you talking to anyone because God allowed it for a reason, for a purpose, but you don't see any more mention of that type of practice ever again. It wasn't even done as a practice. He just allowed them to see Samuel, and they weren't supposed to, but God was trying to say, trying to prove something and show them something, and let me tell you something, it got everyone's attention. Let me move on, but before I do that, I'm going to take a quick break. We're about 21 minutes in. I hope you're enjoying this as much as I am. I got more to go, more to discuss. So stick around. We got more to come. Ladad ba'ar et starkecha, 
Praise the Lord. Okay, that's another track from Abner and Rachel Bosky. This one is called Let All the People Praise the Lord. Amen. It's kind of lengthy, but I just like the Middle Eastern tune and it's amazing. All right, if you're joining us for the first time, this is Gil Burgos, and we're talking about the occult. This is Grafted in Messiah. All right, so let's begin. Actually, let's continue where we left off. Now, I'm not going to continue too long because the broadcast is going to be a little long today. I'm going to do two parts to this. Today will be part one because I got some scripture that I need to say and give you guys to confirm a lot of the stuff that we're talking about. All right, so let me finish up today with this last portion of the article. And this says here, the danger of the occult practices cannot be overstated. God strictly warned the Israelites against being involved with the occult. And here we see a reference to Leviticus 20 and 6, which says, If a person turns to mediums or neochromancers whoring after them, he says, I will set my face against that person and will cut them off from among his people. It says here, The pagan nations that surrounded Israel were steeped in divination sorcery, witchcraft, and spiritism. And this is one reason why God gave his people the authority to drive them out of the land. Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 14, and I'll just give you just two verses. 9 and 10, which says, When you come into the land that your, the Lord your God has given you, you shall not learn to follow the abominable practices of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone who burns his son or his daughter as an offering. And it says, as anyone, and he goes on, I'm not going to read all of it, but you can do that. You can read that if you want. Deuteronomy 18, verses 9 through 14. And it says, the New Testament says that the rise of interest is in the occult is a sign of the end of age. The Holy Spirit clearly says that in the latter times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. 1 Timothy 4.1 says, Now the Spirit expressively says that in the latter times, some will depart from the faith by devoting themselves to deceitful spirits and teachings of demons. Now, what you saw earlier, what I mentioned earlier about that video on Facebook of the people getting unbaptized is just a confirmation of what you just read or just what I just read and what you just heard. Again, these people follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. It's like the blind leading the blind. Why would you go to a baptism when you have a big banner behind two people dressed like all in black. One has a mask on. Another one is who may look weird herself. And these people, you know, they represent evil. Unless you're evil, you must be just like them. And it says here in the word that they follow deceiving spirits. It's all deceptive. And it's all spiritually led by the enemy. And these are the things, as the Bible said, they're taught by demons. Demons move people. People hear things. They bring up things. They go into the realm of the supernatural, and they talk to devils, and they talk to spirits. 
And the devil deceives them and tells them all this stuff and they hear voices in their head and they hear voices in the dark. And I mean, I don't know why people really like horror movies. I don't, I despise them. I never did like horror movies from, even when I was a kid. I hated The Exorcist. I couldn't sleep for for months. I didn't even, I didn't even go to the movie. I just seen the coming attractions on television back in the 70s and it scared the heck out of me. I couldn't even sleep when I saw Linda Blair's face and while she turned her head around and if you know the movie i don't suggest you don't watch that and don't don't let your kids watch that because they'll have nightmares it's one of the worst horrific movies ever 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 created in hollywood and i believe that even linda blair had bad experiences after doing that movie because it was so demonic and the things that were misrepresented and how the enemy won at the end how he that priest committed suicide and threw himself that it's all Garbage. The enemy does not have power over the cross. And the priest was wearing a cross. So, principalities and powers bow down to the presence of Yeshua, of Jesus. They don't, they don't, we don't run from the devil. He runs from us. He bows down to the name of Yeshua, HaMashiach, Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ. You know, so anybody that displays that the enemy has victory over the Christian is, per is perceiving a false truth, a lie, because it doesn't exist. It's not true. The enemy never wins. He makes it look like he's going to win or he's winning, but at the end, he always loses. Always. Trust me when I'm telling you. All right, what we're going to do, we're not going to continue much longer because this is a long podcast and I got a lot more to go, so we're going to end it here, and then after that, I'm going to come back and do part two to this broadcast so come back to the next part and we'll play the rest and i'll share the rest of the article with you all right we're going to play this final track from the for the harvest this is called you are good to israel by again avna and rachel Bosky. and this was uh back in 2002 when this was recorded Thank you. 
All right, guys, don't forget to visit us on the web, www.graftedandmessiah.org, and on Live 365, the radio show, for more Messianic praise and worship. All right, guys, we're tuning off, signing off. Until next time, I see you. May the Lord richly bless you and yours. Shalom.